Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore, there are others like you. Hey guys! I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka, and I welcome you to my channel. I'm so grateful, as always, that you guys are listening, subscribing, and commenting on my channel. I appreciate the support. In this video, I wanted to speak to you guys about leaving a job, or leaving a university, or leaving a particular position, and how INFJs feel this immense guilt and this immense feeling that we are a traitor or we're betraying some people or, or we're betraying an organization because we choose to leave for something better or something different, right? I've had many moments like this in my life and the reason this came up recently is because a friend of mine, an INFJ friend of mine online, she is leaving her job and she sent a message out to her company saying, I'm leaving, 
I'm sorry, it was really great, blah, blah, blah. And the, the, and she sent me a message saying, you know, I feel so terrible. I feel, I feel like the worst person on this planet, blah, blah, blah. And it reminded me of all of those moments where I've quit my job or I've quit something because it didn't suit me. It didn't, it didn't drive with me. It wasn't something that was suitable to my personality or suitable to what I was doing or what I wanted for my life. And so I had to leave, right? This is a decision that I made for myself as an individual because you can't, it is the good of one rather than the good of many, right? You have to sometimes focus on yourself. But as, a, as an INFJ, we have always this idea that we want to focus on the good of many rather than the good of one. We don't want to just care about ourselves. We want to make sure that we're thinking about the world in general or about the organization as a whole or about, fam- about our family as a full thing, as a full unit, rather than just about ourselves. We think that's very selfish and we don't want to do that too much or too often. Unfortunately or fortunately, we're living in a world where we have to take care of ourselves because no one else is going to do that for us. And that, that's, some of, that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this video is because it's not selfish for us to take care of ourselves. Even though we might label ourselves as, as dastardly evil doers and, and demons for doing what we're doing, we're not actually evil. We're not actually demons. We're just taking care of ourselves. And that's the only thing that the only person who's going to take care of yourself is you because you're the only one who knows yourself best, right? I always think of it this way. If a company that you're working for decided all of a sudden that, you know, you're not suitable to the role anymore or that they're laying off people because they want to save money, they would not think twice about letting you go. They would not think twice about being like, all right, cool, this person's not useful anymore. Get rid of them. Boom. It's done, right? They're not going to be like, oh, but she's such a great person and I don't know, I feel terrible. Perhaps one or two people might feel like that, but the company as a whole or the organization as a whole is going to be like, all right, the best decision for us in the moment in time, in this moment in time, is to let go of this person, let go or lay this person off, and that's going to be good for us, and so let's do it, right? And that's what they're going to do. And so I always think of it as a business as well. Whenever I am leaving a role or a company or anything like that, I think of it as I am taking care of my own needs because who else is going to do that for me? No one else. No one else is going to give a rat's ass about if something is good for me or not, right? No one else is going to care. Really, I bet you guys, I mean, except for your mother, perhaps, but even your mother is not going to really understand why one role or one job is better for you than another job, right? It's only you who's going to really truly understand that fact. And as a digital nomad, as a person who's done a lot of random things in my life, I have quit my job, quit jobs, many times, many, many times. And that's one of the reasons why I feel like I am completely unemployable right now. Because if I go back, people are going to look at my shoddy, broken down resume. And they're going to be like, okay, well, <laughs> you never stayed at a place longer than two years. What the hell, right? But the problem was that every single time I'd go into a role, and that's one of the reasons why I am doing what I'm doing now, is because this is more suited to me than those roles were. But every single time I join a new company with this gung-ho attitude, and I'm like, no, this time around is going to be different. I've really researched this company. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to put my all into it, and it's going to work out perfectly, right? And every single time I join up a new company, because I gave out this, I give out this random uh, aura of being an extrovert and of being a caretaker and a caregiver, I would make friends very easily. I knew the names of almost every single person in the company. I'd make friends very easily. I'd go out to all these social events, things like that. And so people liked me, right? 
and I like them. I mean, I, every single person, every single person, and every single company that I worked for, I liked them. They were good people. The companies were good. They worked really hard, and they were doing trying to make a difference in the world. And so I worked for all these awesome people and all these awesome companies. But eventually, I would make the decision that this isn't right for me anymore. And at that moment in time, I felt this immense guilt and immense traitorship. I felt like I was an absolute traitor. I felt like I was the worst person on this planet. All of these people who I loved, who I wanted, I hung out with every single day for eight, nine, ten hours a day. I was going to tell them that I don't want to be with them anymore. You know, I don't want to hang out with them anymore. I don't want to be working at this company anymore. And it would take me a couple of weeks, a couple of months, sometimes to to just get up the courage to be able to message them and say, "I'm sorry, I'm not going to be working at this company anymore." The good thing is that you know, in most of my companies, we only needed to give two weeks' notice, which is perfect because it means that I would give the notice, and a couple of weeks after, I'd be out. Some of them actually had like one day notice, where because they were so afraid of their proprietary stuff information being stolen, as soon as you told them I'm leaving, they would kick you out the same day. You know, they'd walk you out so that you didn't take anything with you. That was a perfect situation for me because I was like, all right, cool, great. I don't have to worry about. You know, having those awkward conversations where you're standing there saying, "Yeah, so I'm leaving tomorrow," and they're like, "But what? Why? Why? I thought you were ah!" And you feel like absolute shit because you're like, "Oh God, I know. I really like you too, and I really enjoy working with you, but I'm sorry, I can't work here anymore," etc., etc. Right? A lot of times, though, it was because the environment was becoming extremely toxic for me. And because the company itself was going in a way or in a direction where that was not where I wanted to go with them, right? And so a lot of decisions, every single decision I've made about leaving a country has been absolutely on point. And with my intuition poking at me over and over again, saying, "This isn't right for you anymore. This isn't right for you anymore. You have to leave. You have to leave. Otherwise, you're going to kill yourself on the inside out." And eventually, I'd be like, "All right, fine. I hear you, intuition. All right, I'm going to leave now." And so I would say, "You know, I'm leaving," but. It took a lot of effort and a lot of courage and a lot of compunction from me. Like I really had to pull myself out of myself and be like, "All right, you can do this. You can really." I psyched myself up. I'd be like giving myself motivational speeches. You know, I'd be. I remember one time when I had to quit, and I really loved my boss there. She was absolutely delightful, and she really supported me. She was amazing. I still remember her as one of the best bosses I've had, and I really felt like I was betraying her by saying that I'm leaving. But it wasn't really working out, and I, the things that she wanted me to do, or the 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 level at, sh- at which she wanted me to work, I was not able to reach that level as fast as she wanted me to. And so I felt like I felt terrible every single time I went to, into work because I felt like she was pushing me, which is good, but she was pushing me, I think, way beyond what I wanted to be pushed at, or perhaps I was just not interested in the role anymore. Whatever it was, I had to tell her that I was leaving. And I remember for a couple of days, like two or three days, I'd get to the office. I'd find a closed office, like a, a closed-off office or like a meeting room. I'd close the door and I would just stand there and I would just like be like, "All right, all right, you can do this. You can do this. Boom! You can do this. You can do this. You can quit. Just tell her you're quitting. Just tell her you can do this. Just say it. Just say it. you can do it." And I'd literally be standing there for ten, fifteen minutes, psyching myself up. And I did that two or three days in a row before, eventually, I was like, "All right, you can do. You have to do this today. You can't postpone it anymore." And then I did it. Right. And I still remember standing there in that room, feeling like an absolute psycho because I'm talking to myself. But I had to do it because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to psych myself up to say that I'm leaving because I really loved my boss so much and I loved the company 
It was a great company. The people were really nice. I had enjoyed my time there. But again, as I said, it wasn't the right place for me anymore. Right? People grow up, things change, environments change, offices change, and things. I mean, things are always convoluting and changing and and molding themselves into different ways. Right? So you always have to be notice, noticing these things, these changes, and always being careful to notice if these changes affect you in a positive or a negative way. Right? And so that's one of the reasons why people are always moving from place to place. It's because things change, people change, and perhaps you're growing faster than them, or it's growing faster than you, and you don't fit in anymore, right? And you don't complement each other anymore. So you have to break apart and find something new that does complement you. Eventually, I realized for myself that a nine-to-five job is just not the right thing for me. I can't do it. It doesn't fit me. Every single time I got into a new job, I was like, I can do this. And then a few months later, I'd be like, no, I can't. I hate 9 to 5. I hated it. I thought it was such a waste of my time. I wanted to focus on building my own thing, not focusing on building or helping someone else build their dreams, right? And so eventually, I was like, all right, no more 9 to 5. Just work on your own shit. Just work on your own stuff. Stop working on someone else's dreams. Stop working on, on making someone else's dreams come true. Work on your own dreams. And so that's when the real change happened for me. But I wanted to share this with you guys because I noticed the pain that my friend was in and the pain I was in myself whenever I had to say no to someone, whenever I had to say I have to leave or I'm I'm not suited to this anymore, I'm sorry, I I can't do this anymore. I think a couple of weeks earlier I shared with you guys, or maybe a couple of months earlier, I shared with you a story where I was part of this writer's group for two weeks. You know, I joined it. And I thought I was all gung-ho about it. I was like, all right, cool, great. I'm going to meet other writers. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome, et cetera, et cetera. And then I joined them, and I went to one meetup, and I knew instantaneously it wasn't the right thing for me. They spent more time talking about other things rather than writing. And it just felt off to me somehow. I felt like I was kind of wedging myself into a square peg into a round hole or something like that. I felt, like, uncomfortable. I felt... I felt like running away, actually. Whenever I, As soon as I got into the meeting, I was sitting there and I could feel my heart beating really fast and I felt uncomfortable and I was like, I just I want to get out of here, right? But I had to stay for an hour and a half before I could be like, all right, cool, I'm leaving, guys. And then I started making excuses for the meetups. I'm like, no, I'm sorry, I can't make it, I can't make it. And then I was like, all right, what are you doing here? You know, be courageous, be bold about this. Tell them that you're not interested anymore. And so I messaged them saying, I'm sorry, I'm not interested anymore. I, I, it doesn't work for me, etc., etc. But the pain that I felt in myself, even though I, I didn't know these people, I, had no for, I hadn't formed a bond with them yet, I still felt terrible about myself saying no to them because I was like rejecting them, basically. I felt like I was rejecting them. I'm sure they didn't care. I was not part of their group. I'd only been part of it for a week. I only went to one meetup. So really, they had no, they didn't care, I'm sure. But for me, internally, I felt like I felt like absolute shit. I felt like I was the worst person on this planet. And can you imagine how much worse you would feel if you were giving up on a job or a role that you've been part of for years and years and years? I, it would be completely devastating on the inside, yeah? And so I wanted to share this with you guys. If you are going through this yourself, don't feel bad about it. It's actually pretty typical for an INFJ to feel this way because we feel like we're betraying their trust, we're betraying their their. We're just betraying them in general. We feel like traitors when we're doing something like this, even though we're taking care of ourselves and that's something that we need to do because no one else is going to do that for us. No one else. I hope this makes sense. I hope I was able to explain myself to you guys. If you guys have any questions at all about this topic or any other video topics I've done, please message me anytime. 
and I shall see you guys next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shakar. Bye for now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.